That's one interpretation. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe I was all about arson, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I'm sorry, have you met her? I mean, she burned through the scandal of dating the Kennedy. The Kennedy. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bug and Rug Podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today we are bringing you another story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it, we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. Hey, do you know what time it is? 8.30. My phone says 8.31, but the truth is the time is now. (laughs) <laughs> that is a joke that one of the ladies made during our lecture today. How is that a joke? <laughs> she thought it was very How funny. How is that a joke? She thought it was very funny. She's like, hey, do you have the time? How about you? What does your watch say? Well, actually, the time is now. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, ma'am. We live in the present. I wanted- Don't worry about the past. I was going to say 5 o'clock somewhere, but I didn't know if she'd appreciate five it. 5 o'clock. Well, I mean, it would have maybe ruined her joke. Is it a joke? What constitutes a joke? I didn't laugh, so... She also said these words. She was talking about mindfulness and how you should work on, like, being self-aware and sometimes we forget to live in the present. And she goes, this morning, for example, I was in the shower. And I won't go into detail. And then she paused. We didn't need you to. That pause was enough (laughs) detail. This is... I'm going to say it how she said it, okay? This morning I was in the shower. And I won't go into detail. But I forgot to put conditioner in my hair. I couldn't remember whether or not I had done it. And I was like, why did you pause? Why did you? Why did you say you weren't going to go into detail? What do you mean? What do you mean? What are you saying? What happened in the shower, ma'am? She was flashback to when she was in the shower this morning. She was so upset that she forgot her conditioner. What were you doing that you forgot your conditioner? I don't want to know. It was weird. Why would she pause after that? I won't go into detail. Then why did why didn't you just say this morning I was in the shower and I couldn't remember whether or not I had used my conditioner? Or, you didn't have to say, but I won't go into detail. Or you could just say, hey, this morning I couldn't remember if I put conditioner in my hair or not. You didn't even have to put yourself in the shower. This morning I woke up, I opened my eyes, and I lifted my head off the pillow, and I stretched a little bit. And, and then I, I removed the covers, and, and I, I swung my legs out and put them firmly on the floor. And then I walked into the bathroom, and I stripped down, and I turned the water on for the shower. And then I got into the shower, and I won't go into detail. But then I put um, body wash on my sponge or loofah. Um, I won't go into detail, though. And then I washed my body, and then I rinsed off from that. And then I decided it was time for shampoo, and I chose one of my three shampoos that I keep in the shower. And then I couldn't remember whether I did conditioner, but I won't go into detail. (laughs) I have been holding this in all day. Do you feel better now that you got that off your chest? I do. I've been confused about it since it happened. Absolutely, absolutely. It was one of those moments where I looked around and I was like, did anyone else think that was weird? But no one would, nobody made eye contact. And You know what this lady needs? What? A vacation. A vacation! <laughs> she probably does, don't we all? Where they supply you with conditioner 
at the very specific hotel that oh. she will be staying at. Oh no. Are we sending her somewhere bad? No. You you see that pause right there <laughs> makes me think you're gonna go into I won't detail. go into detail. I will go into detail. Signing off, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into detail. Well. Well. Signing off. Time's up. Bye, guys. Bye. Now, we're going to be, we're going to send her to a place in California. Now, I'm going to warn you right now that I just realized I did not look up how to pronounce, how to pronounce. Nope. (laughs) How to pronounce any of these words. Pronunciates very good. So, here we go. (laughs) Of staying true to our nature. (laughs) Coronado, California is a tide island in the San Diego Bay that is connected to the mainland by a tombolo or a sandy strip of land known as the Silver Strand. But it's technically an island. Does the tombolo get covered with water in the tide? No, I don't think so. And that's why it's called a tide island, but you can't really build anything on it because it's just like straight sand. Like a really skinny strip of sand that you can like walk across. Okay, it doesn't really matter. So no questions. Thank you. Oh, I was going to say something about somebody built their house upon the sand, but you're supposed to build it upon the rock because that's Jesus. Right. (laughs) Isn't there a song about that (laughs) that we were supposed to learn in Sunday school? Dad, uh, message us and let us know what the words to that song (laughs) are and we'll send you a sticker. Moving on. So, Coronado is a resort city popular due to its gentle seas, sparkling wide sand beaches forming from mineral mica, elegant gardens, old world mansions, and the charming main street that it has. It's like a beautiful resort. The sand is supposed to be extra pretty. It's, like, got a great view. I mean, it's an island. It's people, people want to go there. It's fancy, fancy, fancy town. Now, this popular vacation spot was a small dream of Alicia Babcock Jr. and Hampton L. Story back in 1886. The pair were so taken by the natural beauty of the island that they decided to buy it and build a hotel so magnificent that it would be, quote-unquote, the talk of the Western world. They just were like, hmm, yeah, we'll buy this island. Yeah. Oh, listen. (laughs) Listen. This they they were rich. As we go oh, through, let's they start were, with that, please. They were very rich, and I I mean the story's not really about them. It's just to. I mean they basically built it. They literally built it from the ground up. Like Santa. so, it's pretty impressive. I don't know anything about their character. Seemed like great people. Great peoples. Some good. Peoples. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> they were rich, decided to buy an island, yeah. built a nice resort. Rural party. Yeah. Basically, yes. Really pretty, good sand. Yeah, fabulous sand. What's that thing called? A tumbido? Gentle seas. Tumbolo. I was close. <laughs> Tumbido? Taquito? <laughs> Taquito? <laughs> so before Babcock, Babcock and Story could build this hotel, they needed to establish additional enterprises to support the development of the community surrounding said hotel. So this is kind of why it is so impressive, and this kind of points towards how rich they uh, were and became. 
So in order to do this, they actually created the Coronado Beach Company, which was charged with launching a ferry company, a water company, a railroad company, and an electrical power plant. After figuring out all the essential things needed to create a whole new community, there was nothing there before, mind you. The pair then laid out a blueprint of where the hotel would be on the island, in addition to various parks or civic areas, commercial zones. They, they mapped out the streets, where they wanted the streets, where, you know, vendors could be, where um, people could stay versus businesses kind of thing like that. Like they... They did the zoning. They did they did everything. The zoning. They did everything, yeah. Yeah. They... They zoned it all right. They zoned it. <laughs> they zoned it all out, and, yep, it was zoned. And it was zoned, and that's what happened, and that's... And then when they were done... All, all zoning taken care of. <laughs> there's like zoning rules that go in effect for some places where like there's businesses and roads and. I absolutely know that. I'm Do talking... you think if you say zoning enough, you'll sound smarter? <laughs> I was trying to rectify the situation. I, I said thought... commercial zones. Yeah, they laid out everything. I understand. You know what I pictured in my head? Yeah. What? You know those um, floor mats for kids? Yes. Yeah. They have like yeah. little roads and stuff on them. That's essentially what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with everything laid out, an auction was held for individuals to purchase various lots. After this auction attracted roughly 6,000 people, then investors became interested in contributing money mm-hmm. if they got like a piece of the deal, essentially. Millions of dollars were raised in like a few short months. Yeah. This all happened in 1886. Like, they yeah. planned everything. They sent everything out to auction and getting all these bids and things like that. Raised tons and tons of money. Do you want to build an island? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, let's go in zone. <laughs> we'll hold an auction then. The money will come in. And we won't be alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good. A little rough start, but it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I liked it. Just cut out the pauses. Yeah. And it'll sound much better. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Wink. So the foundation was laid for the hotel shortly after the funds were raised. Mm-hmm. And construction of the actual hotel began in January of 1886. So the... While they were auctioning off lots and things like that, they were mainly concerned with the hotel. The hotel's like the big... It's like the main attraction. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the main goal. Everything else is, if we want a hotel, we have to have these other little things. If you build it, they will come. Do you want to build a hotel? <laughs> yes, I do. First, we need an island. <laughs> So this undertaking was so huge that spectators actually came out in droves to watch mostly inexperienced men of up to 250 build, like, they started with the simpler sides of the hotel, and then as they went along, they started building the more intricate parts of the hotel. Some of them were 250 years old. No, there was 250 of them. Oh. Yeah, actually, they enlisted the help of vampires and ancient beings to come. That would make it so much easier. I mean, if they wanted a great hotel, it would make sense. Yeah, they have all the secrets. Yeah, for sure they have all the secrets. But that's who's entrusted with them. Yeah, the vampires and ancient beings. Yep, Lima Lima specifically. (laughs) 
So as the construction workers moved on to the more complicated aspects of the design, they used more and more wood. The San Diego Union reported, quote, a million feet of lumber is scattered about the yard and more is coming all the time. This was a huge project. They wrecked some trees, though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What they don't tell you is that island actually had a rainforest on it. And they they just cleared it. Yeah. And then used that lumber. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they won't put that in the papers. No. No. They won't because then nobody will go. Erased from history. Right. Mm. Right. We know the truth. Yeah, all that information went to what the Smithsonian, like the stuff about giants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the Smithsonian. Yeah, and you got real mad at them. No, 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 no. The real secrets are with the vampires of the Lima Beast. Right, or on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Now, the hotel was advertised as the Hotel del Coronado, obviously, and is said to have officially been open on February 19th, 1888. Although there were already guests staying there, and even a few weddings were held on site previously. However, they didn't really count these because they were mostly, like, the people that were actually working on the building. It was, like, them or their family members. Yeah. So they weren't... They got an exclusive first peek. Right, exactly. Now, when it was completed, the hotel boasted its many amenities, including its interior court with a fountain and exotic fruit trees... Luxury guest rooms overlooking the garden patio or exterior vistas, private parlors, reception rooms, music and billiard rooms, and expansive verandas. And all of this would lead you right out onto the fabulous beaches that they had. The pretty beaches. The pretty, pretty beaches. Now, guests could stay for $2.50 a night or $75 in today's standards. $75 is not bad. No. I mean, yeah. Wait. <laughs> no, I no, I don't think it was. I mean, two fifty and I mean, maybe back then it was more expensive than what we would consider. I mean, some people might think seventy five dollars is a lot. Wait, seventy five then two fifty now? No, two dollars and fifty cents then. Seventy five now. Yeah. <laughs> two, this is the 250 year olds they get a special discount right right it's the number 250 it's really throwing <laughs> us today it's our unlucky number me specifically <laughs> so people began flocking to the hotel del coronado not only due to its expansive rooms and furnishings that totaled over four hundred thousand dollars but because it was actually more technologically advanced than anything anyone had previously seen. Yeah, they got that good vampire technology. The, the good vampire technology. You'd think vampire... Well, I guess if they've been around longer. Well... They have the good pyramid technology. Vampires built the pyramids? You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say they built the pyramids. But they were here when the pyramids were built. Oh, Okay. Do the pyramids have electricity? Well, not anymore. <laughs> or wait, maybe now again. What if you... <laughs> what if you could take a tour? You know what they should make? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That seems a bit hmm. rude. I was going to say there should be like a... a Spooky haunted house that's a pyramid 
and everything in there is like mummies. Mm-hmm. But that seems a bit. You want a pyramid of scheme? Racist of me. You want, what you're saying is you want an authentic escape room experience. Yeah, that's a pyramid. As the mummy movies, based on the mummy movies. Um, I've never seen those. I'm only picturing the one where Scooby-Doo. There was a game on the, there's a computer game where you went to the pyramids and you were the gang, Mystery Incorporated. That's what I was picturing. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, no pyramids here. Just a lot of electricity and fancy stuff that has to do with electricity that I'm going to talk about right now. <laughs> okay. So it was considered one of the largest buildings in the country to have been electrified, and it included steam-powered hydraulic elevators, among the first in the country, a state-of-the-art fire sprinkler system, and a telephone service. You're telling me... I'm furious. <laughs> I'm. My eyes are watering. I'm so mad. Yeah. That in 1887. 87. Yeah. This hotel mm-hmm. had a sprinkler system. Yeah. And the haunted castle in 19 something did not. Right. And they didn't even have like a fire hose or a little bucket that they could pour water into to dump it on a fire yeah yeah this hotel what i'm telling you pretty impressive pretty impressive so the entire bean of the hotel del coronado was supposedly the inspiration for the emerald city and the wonderful wizard of oz so that's what it was to people like it was so fascinating and so awe-inspiring yeah that's what what was she green i don't know pictures of it Today, I think it has a red roof, but I I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, it had lush exotic trees and a Mm -hmm. lot of fancy things like that. So I don't know if that was kind of part of it, of the green part of it, or if it was just more the idea of, Mm -hmm. it was super fancy. Mm -hmm. Now. I'm going to pretend it's green in my mind. Oh, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, all I really looked at were black and white photos. So who's to say? We could color them green. Yeah. Absolutely. Shade them. Shade Shade them them green. Yes, yes, yes. Now, it was such a um, spectacle that a tent city had to be created from 1900 until 1938 for individuals to come and stay who either couldn't afford the hotel rooms or, like, it was all booked up, so they stayed out in the hotel, in the tents. But don't be fooled, these tents were, like, super fancy as well. Like, they had glamping. beds. It, yeah, I mean, they had, um, they had beds, they had uh, service there. Like, they still had maids and stuff come out and, like, change their bedding. They had bathrooms. Like, it wasn't, it, it was fancy, 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 fancy. Well, you're, like, you're, you're glamping on an island. Yeah, that's like, basically what it was. And part of it wasn't necessarily just stay at the hotel. It was just to see it. Yeah. Like, it was just that fancy that people were like, we don't have to go. We just want to put our eyes on it. Like, that's wow. how fabulous it was. Now, the expansive rooms and futuristic advancements made at the Hotel Del Coronado stand out in headlines and it's basically made its mark in history. But that's not necessarily the only reason why. So it is also in the record books for unveiling the world's first electrically lit outdoor living Christmas tree. Those are a lot of words in a row. They were the first one to put a Christmas tree lights yep. outside. Yes. Yeah, because most people, I think it said like people still use candles or it wasn't 
people cut them down and brought them inside or whatever. So it was like that was pretty popular. Um, and then Smokey Bear got involved. In right, like, right. No Only you can stop forest fires, and people are like, "Yeah, absolutely." You're They're totally like, right. Yeah, then we need electricity, and we're gonna have to get an extension cord that's waterproof. Right. It's gonna take us some time. We yeah. have to go to the hotel first, and they're gonna have to figure it out. We put a lot of money into that. Some mm-hmm. of it has to be set aside specifically for outdoor Christmas trees. Yeah. And they did it. Yeah, and they did it, and it was fabulous. And it was part of the zoning. They just don't talk about that in the papers. Right. They set out a spot specifically for this Christmas tree. Yeah, it's on the roadmap. Yeah, absolutely. It's on the roadmap. You can't it's tell on the blueprint. me it's not. Now, many famous individuals were honored at the hotel, including Charles Lindbergh, after his successful solo transatlantic flight. And, I mean, I don't know how popular Richard Nixon is, but Richard Nixon was he actually held the first state dinner outside of the White House at the Hotel Del Coronado. So, like, that was a huge deal as well. When you say not popular, you mean well-liked. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Most people know who Richard Nixon is. I thought you made... I don't know how many people are going to know Richard Nixon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I said, I, I said a lot of famous people that, you know, whatever. I don't know if people like Richard Nixon. I don't know. Well, what's his face? The other guy, his son got stole. Charles Lindbergh? Mm-hmm. That's the blimp that blew up. No, 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 no. That's the cheese. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know any of the others, but the blimp and the cheese and Charles Well, now it's the guy whose kid got stole. Let that be his legacy, poor old bud. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy, girl. I swear, there is so, so much, much stuff in this. This is a salad. salad. Yeah, yeah, my meaty salad. Why? Because you hungry. You, you hungry. hungry. Your mama, mama says you hungry. hungry. When I say Hillshire, you say farm. Hillshire. Farm. Go meat. Anyway, I just got possessed by the Hillshire farm meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> So, movies were also created using the atmosphere at the Hotel Del Coronado, including The Stuntman, Some Like It Hot, starring Marilyn Monroe, and The Pearl of Paradise, starring Margarita Fisher. Um, There was actually an extension built onto the hotel, specifically for a movie, it could have been The Stuntman, I'm not sure, that they, like, blew up. But they built it to look like part of the hotel, and then they, like, blew it up. It was like a little tower piece Mm -hmm. that was on the If I had to guess... Well, it, there were other movies made there. I'm so sorry. But these but were some of the more famous guess, ones. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. Some like it hot. Hot as in like explosions and fires and arson. That's one interpretation. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe I was all about arson, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I'm sorry. Have you met her? I mean, she burned through the scandal of <laughs> dating the Kennedy. The Kennedy. Whoa! <laughs> she wait. Let me try again. Say <laughs> what she. She. Yeah. She was all about the hot goss when she slept with a Kennedy. I don't know. I like the first one better. I think. <laughs> anyway, other politicians and celebrities were tied to the hotel, including. George H.W. Bush, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, Gerald Ford, Lyndon B. Johnson, Ronald Reagan, Franklin, 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 Franklin D. Roosevelt, uh, and William Tower, Howard Taft, as well as Muhammad Ali, Charlie Chaplin, um, Mary Pickford, Jack Dempsey, Thomas Edison, Magic Johnson, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, 
Oprah Winfrey and Robert Downey Jr. Thomas Edison? I don't know. It was on the list. I mean, maybe. How old was he? I have no idea. Jesus was also there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it just seems... I picture Thomas Edison as being like... Hamilton's age. Like, 1700s. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, I could be very wrong. No, he was alive until 1931. Gang, gang. I was like, I copied and pasted that list from the hotel's website, so I'm hoping it's not wrong. Dad's going to be really angry when he hears that I thought Thomas Edison was alive with George Washington and Alexander Hamilton. I mean, didn't Thomas Edison, like, create... I'm thinking of Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to slowly melt into the wall now. I'm going to just keep talking to try and cover up that embarrassing move right there. I've done worse. (laughs) Because of all the extravagance surrounding the Hotel Del Coronado and all of the firsts and all of the history of it, it actually became a National Historic Landmark uh, by the National Trust for Historic Preservation in 1977. So it's a National Landmark, Historic Landmark right now. Now, the Hotel Del Coronado... I told you all of that to tell you this. <laughs> well, listen, hey, none of what you've said so far has been something that would keep me up at night other than my sheer embarrassment of getting Edison and Jefferson confused. Nothing that I've said so far has mentioned the words creepy, scary, spooky, or hydrochloric. <laughs> or hydrochloric. That's for yeah, a whole other reason, reason, man. <laughs> so the Health Hotel Coronado has a rich history um, that continues to attract tourists from all around. It's still open. You can still go there. Um, it has had such an impact on visitors that some believe there may be individuals that have passed on that continue to linger at the Hotel Del Coronado to enjoy the crowd, enjoy the atmosphere. I mean, think about it. If you could pick a spot to, if you had to be a ghost. Yeah. If you were stuck as a ghost and couldn't move on, why would you not go to a resort? That's, hey, you know what? Fair, but I think I'd pick the sewers. <laughs> For a number of reasons. I won't go into detail. <laughs> I will. I will go into heavy detail. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, there were so many people there. I mean, the founders, if you made something so fantastic and then you died, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'm still here because this is my legacy. I'm watching it. I'm watching to make sure everybody's running it right. Also, so many people, ghosts would blend right in. You wouldn't Fair, know. You wouldn't even know. Mm. You wouldn't even know. You're like, look at that pale lady. <laughs> mm. She Good. needs to put sunscreen on. I'm glad on. she's here. She'll get some sun. She'll get some sun. I Absolutely. hope she brought sunscreen. Yeah, and a nice wide-rimmed hat. <laughs> That's funny. Now, while there may be a variety of ghosts that haunt the Hotel Del Coronado, there is one in particular that is famous at the hotel, I guess. I mean, I had never heard of it before. Did you just mouth the word Elvis? <laughs> 
Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with no. No, her name was Kate Morgan. Oh. Now, Kate Morgan was born in Iowa in 1864. She only lived with her family for about two years until her mother passed away, and then she was sent to live with her grandfather. Not much is known about her life until she married Thomas Edwin Morgan when she was in her early 20s. I'm assuming that's because there was a documentation of their marriage. Um, the pair had a son that tragically passed away after only two days, and the marriage, even before this, was allegedly not a happy one. And after less than five years, Kate Morgan ran off with another man named Albert Allen, but this relationship was also short-lived. So the next time Kate Morgan pops into the public eye is in 1892. Well, I just get right in there. Where her body was found by an electrician on the morning of Tuesday, November 29th on the steps to the exterior veranda of the Hotel Del Coronado. Uh, whoopsie. Uh, whoopsies. A surprise. <laughs> Now, police were quickly called to remove her body in order to stop other guests from seeing the tragic scene. Obviously, she's in the middle of everywhere. You don't want people to panic. I also think it was a very affluent place. So they're like, get this body out of here as fast as possible. Covered up, covered up, covered up, covered up. Right. Now, at first glance, the investigators were able to confirm she died of a gunshot wound to her head, assuming that it was self-inflicted due to the handgun Due to a handgun found lying right next to her body. Right, because only someone shooting themselves could have a handgun right next to their body. Yeah. Yep. Yep. At least according to these police officers. Now, evidence was slim. Allegedly, rain the night before had washed most of the blood away. I, this is just speculation on my part, but I think it was a very quick investigation because they wanted to get the body out of there as fast as possible. So who really knows how long they took at the scene? Well, the other thing is, too, it's not like now or in later years where you just take pictures of everything. Right. Like, you look at it, that's it. Yeah, there's a gun, gunshot wound. Maybe you have somebody come in and sketch it, probably not in this situation, like... Yeah. And nobody really knew who she was. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, it's fine. She could very well have killed her. Like, meh. Right. They're not going to so, spend a bunch of time. Right. Exactly. So they didn't really go a lot off of evidence at the scene. They went a lot off of testimony from witnesses. So a lot of staff was interviewed, um, and it was reported that she checked in under the name Miss Lottie A. Bernard of Detroit. No one suspected anything out of the ordinary, stating that she was beautiful, well-dressed, very Mm -hmm. well-mannered. She seemed a bit melancholy, but she was by herself, so nobody really knew, you know. They were just like, oh, maybe she's tired from a long trip from Detroit. She's come here for her honeymoon by herself. Yes. After her husband left her for a bridesmaid. (laughs) These are the type of stories I would spin for myself if a melancholy woman checked herself into my hotel. If only it were that simple. Oh, no. I thought I'd solved your murder puzzle. 
I thought I solved your island hotel puzzle. Your island hotel murder gun next to the body puzzle. <laughs> next to the body puzzle. Now, a housekeeper that frequented Kate Morgan's room during her stay to clean the room and run baths stated that Kate Morgan admitted to her that she had been diagnosed with stomach cancer. She was hoping to meet her brother, who was a doctor, at the hotel to discuss any possible treatment. Yikes. However, the housekeeper said that she had not seen or heard anyone visiting Kate mm-hmm. Morgan during the... She was there for about five days. Yeah. So the whole five days, she was by herself. Mm. So it was speculated that as time passed, she her brother didn't show up. Yeah. She, she got very depressed because she has stomach cancer. Yeah, she thinks it's she's going to die anyway. She's going to die anyway. So it is speculated that she, you know, got sad, went to town, purchased a gun, killed herself, unfortunately. Did they go to town and see if she had purchased a gun? So, allegedly, the forty four caliber that was near her body was from Chick's Gun Store in San Diego, I don't know where the documentation is from this, but apparently they said that they did sell a gun to Kate Morgan after she asked for it as a Christmas present for a friend. Now, these rumors led police to close the case. They said, that was that. It's a suicide. She bought the gun. We have the proof. Bada bing, bada boom. We're done. We're done here. She had a reason? She had a reason? She had a reason. That would have been reason enough. We had witnesses. Right. Right. We we don't have a brother. Yeah. And we know she bought the gun. Yep. Period. Done. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. Now, in the aftermath of her death, many were suspicious of the occurrence. Obviously, I feel like rumors float around no matter what. Yeah. Um, But an anonymous physician who allegedly examined her body said that she was far too young to have stomach cancer. Not sure about that. Especially since she showed, showed no traces of intense suffering. I don't know how they would have diagnosed that. Right. In that time. Yeah. And I think that's what this person was saying. Like, yeah. there would have been no way unless she was obviously ill and she was Wasn't not obviously, obviously Ill. ill. Yeah. So, like, was it... Was she just saying that? Yeah. To, as a story of, oh, my brother's coming to meet me when maybe it's not her brother. Well, so when this anonymous physician put out this report. Was her brother the anonymous physician? No, I don't know. I don't know. It just said anonymous physician. Yeah. I have no idea. I bet I know. Um, well, when this started to kind of go, you know, out to the papers yeah. and things like that, this led to interested parties suggesting that she may have been pregnant. And came to the Hotel Del Coronado to try to have an abortion, you know, meet with somebody, take some medicine, and just kind of stay in the hotel for a while to to get stuff situated. I mean, that's a way to tell... If you're paying a doctor to come and see you and you don't want people talking about it, say, oh, it's my brother and I have stomach cancer. Right. So So I'm going to be very sick in stomach ways. Right. I mean, those were obviously just rumors. Yeah. Um, The newspapers tried to dig up things about her. They found that she was from Los Angeles or living in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, She was a good woman, lived as a housekeeper. Sure. People really... 
people liked her. There yeah. was nothing out there that said she was a bad person. Um, she wasn't living with her, you know, any of those past boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, rumors still flew around. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. So supposedly her grandfather was sent a telegram reporting her death and he simply sent back a telegram stating to bury her where they thought fit and then to send him basically a death certificate. So nothing came of the investigation because she's estranged from her old husband and her Mm -hmm. boyfriends. Her grandfather doesn't really care. She's there by herself. There's no brother or they can't find a brother. Um, So she was taken and laid to rest near the hotel in the Mount Hope Cemetery in San Diego about two weeks after her tragic passing. Boy, that's a good way to do it, huh? That's a good way. That's a good way to get a ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And this is a great recipe for a ghost. Yeah. Got all sugar, spice, everything nice. Buried next to the hotel. And then Gun found near the body. The chemical, Possible murder. Chemical eggs. No, no answers. <laughs> no answers whatsoever. Maybe a suicide. Maybe not. Tragic. Tragic. Mm. Ghost. Ghost. Exactly. In the 1980s, a San Francisco-based lawyer named Alan May took a look at old case files pertaining to her death after claiming that Kate was his great-great-grandmother. So in honor of this news, he actually purchased a plaque and a small memorial statue for her grave. Mm. And it states now, quote, Kate Morgan, also known as Lottie A. Bernard, died November 29th, 1892 at age 24 years. So while pouring through the information he had of her, he discovered that the bullet found in the skull did not necessarily match the caliber of gun that she had purchased. This fact prompted him to believe that the wound may not have been self-inflicted. As the new theory emerged, renewal interest surrounded the story, started to gain popularity, but unfortunately this really wasn't enough for the police to reopen the case. Yeah. And it was so long ago. It's so long. There's no evidence. Yeah. The other people that were witnesses are probably not alive anymore. No way. No way. So there's really no way to know what happened to her. She's unfortunately just another mystery. Ghost. But. Yeah. But. Mystery ghost. I know. <laughs> So numerous paranormal sightings have been reported around the Hotel Del Coronado. These incidents have been anything from unexplained breezes, sounds, and smells, to doors opening and closing on their own. Guests have also reported electronics turning themselves on and off in their rooms. And the gift shop has supposedly had souvenirs fly off the shelves at random times. Now, the most intriguing paranormal happening may be a specific ghostly figure walking the grounds that bears a striking resemblance to the one and only Kate Morgan. Mm -hmm. Many guests staying at the Hotel Del Coronado claim to see a woman in period clothing walking the halls. In her room specifically, individuals say that there are drastic temperature changes and feelings of being watched at night. Yeah. There is even a tale that a Secret Service officer working for Vice President George H.W. Bush was assigned to stay in Kate Morgan's room in 1983, but he demanded to be relocated after a short period of time, refusing to say why. Now, those are rumors. I can't confirm nor deny that. However, 
it's a popular rumor flying around. He's awfully popular, eh? So many believe that Kate Morgan has never been able to rest since the open and shut case that the police did mm-hmm. over her tragic passing. Did the police get it wrong? We we will have no idea. Yeah, we're probably just not ever, know. unfortunately. But paranormal investigators still go to this day to try mm-hmm. to figure out what happened to Kate Morgan and if she's still there on the residence. Oh, she is, though. Like, you can't tell me she's not. Right. I'm not trying to. That's I'm just trying not... to leave it up to interpretation. Now, could she have had that gun for self-defense? And she knew somebody was after her. Yeah. Well, I it think also that's could have been, just as likely. If it, was, if it was for an abortion, it could have been they botched the abortion, and so they had to kill her, and they were like, oh, nobody will know. Like all the blood washed away right like, so who know who knows what it was yeah she's by herself nobody was asking questions that's what it is i feel like there would have been more there should have been more witnesses from her room unless that's not where they she actually met the doctor well yeah that yeah, yeah. i think she may have gone there and was went into town into town and, yeah, yeah. who true. i don't know maybe she did have stomach cancer maybe somebody told her she had stomach cancer and she thought she was gonna die and she really didn't have stomach cancer we don't know we don't know we don't know we have no idea um but we we should plan a trip to go try to find out i'll go i'll go too that would make the we <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. usually yes <laughs> usually we should go yeah i'll go i'll go too wait there's only two of us it was or, your idea or is there oh god oh my god oh my god <laughs> i oh it's sad though isn't it because like she was nice people liked her and no matter what like she's only 24 yeah and yeah. we don't know if this guy i don't know how he could be her great 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 grandson unless she had another kid nobody knew about yeah listen i don't know i don't know i you don't know i don't know if i believe him but i don't have proof that says otherwise either way he was very invested in the story and did some research yeah i mean good for him like and and i don't even know if like the bullet would have to be very different, right? For it yeah. to be that long ago, I I feel, and the, them be like, didn't match the caliber. Yeah. Like, that could easily be a mistake that was made. Yeah. Although, how many different types of guns did they have then? Right. What year was this? Did she died? 92, 18. 92, 18, 92. 92, 18, 19, 18, 92, 1892, 1892, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Got it in one. <laughs> yeah, he was with Thomas Edison. Yeah. And Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson's coming. Madonna was there as well. Oh. Well, yeah. Duh. She liked, um... She's a vampire, so... Oh, she is, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. She didn't have a gun with the... Baronet. Bayonet? Bayonet. <laughs> she didn't need a gun with a bayonet on the end. She just ran into people with her pointy boobs. 
Men do not. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's going to keep me up at night. But do you think this story in particular is going to keep you up at night? Or do you think you'll still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? I mean, I think it's very interesting, right? Like, the, I, I think the history of the hotel itself is very unique in a way Mm -hmm. and then it was just a place where people could go and get away and just experience something totally different especially for that time period and then suddenly there's a death that just swept under the rug it can't have been the only one that was just swept under the rug there no definitely not but you know the mob was up in that place the mob was that place. What are you talking about? That's where they got all the, the money to make it. The mob built that building. I wasn't going to say it, but they built that building, and there's nothing you can say that can change my mind. Like, when they decided, hey, we're going to buy this island. Babcock? Going to... Stopcock, yes. <laughs> they decided to buy Stopcock. They were like, that's his name. His na- Oh, the guy. I thought you meant that's what they called the island. I was like, I didn't no. think so. But... Babcock Jr. and the other last name is Story. Babcock and Story. When Babcock and Story decided they were going to buy this island and 6,000 people showed up for the auction, the mob was like, wait, wait, wait. There's a bee? Wait, wait, wait. There's a perfect money laundering opportunity. Yeah. We could run this whole town and we will. Yeah. Period. And when Kate Morgan caught on to their game, they had her killed. A theory the that... The mob n- killed Kate Morgan. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. It's all coming together. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all coming well, together. Well, I don't really think we've solved this, but send us your theories. And also let us know if you want to go take a vacation there. I don't know how much it costs now to stay, but we could split. We could all split a room and go ghost hunting. Kate Morgan's room. Specifically. The one next door. Yeah. I want to hear the people who were staying in it get scared and scream. I don't actually want to I don't actually want to get scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'll pop my head in for like a moment. I'll I'll walk by. I'll walk by when the door, several times until I I get a glimpse in because the door's open one time and at that time I'll bend down and tie my shoe. (laughs) I don't just... Just take a little peek. I'll take a little peek. Look, peek. I will befriend one of the housekeepers and request that she hide me in her cleaning supply trolley. Why ask? <laughs> well, I don't want to scare them. I feel like that's rude of me. They're used to it. Pe- okay. Let us know if you've ever hidden in a... I meant they're used to being scared. They're in a haunted hotel! I thought you meant there used to be Blame it on Kate. Hiding in their, like, dirty laundry basket. Don't wait. Blame it on Kate. We're making t-shirts. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Anyway, if you want to see pictures, you can go to our Instagram and Twitter at BIR Podcast. You can also visit us on Facebook. That's just Bug and a Rug. Email us if you want to go with us to Ghost Hunt at the Hotel Del Coronado, or if you've ever hidden in a laundry basket and jumped out and scared anybody, or if you want to do that and send us a video, we will send you a sticker in return. You can email all of that to BIRpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to see my resources, you can go to bugandrug.pompey.com. Thanks for the story. You're welcome. It was spooky yet satisfying. Spooky yet satisfying. Hey, that's what I aim for. <laughs> that's what we aim for here, That's what folks. we aim for. Spooky yet satisfying. Bugging rug. Spooky yet satisfying. <laughs> it makes sense. New catchphrase. Because in the Lion King, they eat bugs. Bugging rug. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yep. Signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. And bye. Sleep tight.